2: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.
0: The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young.
2: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. The UFA Cooperative, now open in Yorkton and Weyburn. UFA is the exclusive distributor of Diesel X Gold premium fuel that improves power and saves you money. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock, for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, lots of progress made with seeding in Saskatchewan. We'll have a look at the latest crop report. Farm Credit Canada is offering new support for producers and businesses facing hard financial times. And the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency is reminding folks they may need a permit for projects near shorelines. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour.
0: This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM agri Director Ryan Young.
2: Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal hail Insurance, crop insurance at cost. See municipalhail.ca. Seeding in Saskatchewan is over two-thirds of the way done. The third crop report of the season indicates 68% of seeding is complete, a 30% increase from the previous week, but behind the five-year average of 76%. Crops Extension Specialist Matthew Struthers says the western side of the province is further ahead than the east.
3: So the northwest is almost done seeding uh, with eight, 84% of their crop now in the ground. Uh, the west central is sitting with 81, the northeast with 76. The southwest was 73 and the east central was 58. And then finally, the, the southeast coming up in the in end the there uh, with 51. So, uh, you know, we all know that the, the west was drier and they were able to get started uh, earlier on, uh, whereas the east, especially the southeast, um, uh, you know, struggle a lot of uh, ex- excess moisture early on in the season. So they are, they're slowly getting into their fields and hopefully their fields to dry out uh, rather quickly here in the next couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, topsoil moisture conditions, how are they looking to this point?
3: Uh, you know, you know, after the week we had, uh, you know, it was relatively warm and, and not that much rainfall. We, we did see a drop, uh, in uh, the provincial, uh, average for both cropland, topsoil moisture, and hay and pasture. Uh, so for cropland, we're still sitting at, uh, 2% surplus, 63% adequate, 29% short, and 6% very short. So we're still, we're still pretty good, uh, you know, in that adequate range. Uh, and hopefully we get some rain soon to, to keep those numbers up. Uh, hay and pasture dipped a little bit more as well, and, and it's sitting at 59 percent adequate 31 percent short and 10 percent very short and we're seeing we're seeing the driest ranges of, of hay and pasture land uh, up in the northwest and parts of the west central
2: and those are areas that are definitely looking for some more rain and I understand that there was uh, uh, some rain depending on where you are uh, some showers throughout the week
3: yeah, they would. They would certainly take more rain. You know, a lot of the crops in the ground, the pastures are are starting to struggle a little bit uh, just the dry conditions. And yeah, there was a bit of uh, uh, rain in the Rose, the Rosetown and Livelong area, about 21 mils, and, and in got about 15. So, uh, you know, I, that's a that's a decent amount of rain for for any field up there that's uh, you know is up and emerged and it's looking for a little bit of moisture. But uh, certainly more would be uh, would be welcome. What
2: were some of the rainfall totals around the province?
3: Uh, yeah, so like I said, uh, you know, Rosetown and Livelong got about 21, and Keniston about 15. Uh, Halford and, and Hazenmore got uh, uh, 10 mils, and other parts of the province, you know, you know, got anywhere between one to eight mils uh, mils of rain. So, you know, in those areas, you know, that's you know, it's a nice little uh, drizzle, but it's not going to change any of those dry conditions or, or make any excessive uh, moisture problems in the field.
2: All right, and I see that uh, some crops have emerged according to the report.
3: They have, yeah. Uh, you know, early seeded crops have emerged, and they're and they're looking good across the province. You know, obviously in those pockets of of those drier areas, uh, there are reports of you know hilltops being a little bit bare and the crop struggling to come through uh, some of those drier soils. But overall, they look very good, and, and crop development's looking very good with uh, about 70% uh, of spring cereals, oil seeds, and pulses. Uh, all looking normal for their development. So that's very, very good to see. Uh, there was some delays uh, in development in the east, central, and southeast, uh, just due to those excessive moisture uh, conditions. And then obviously in the west, uh, there's some delays uh, you know, to that crop development due to how dry it is. So kind of an opposite scenario going on in either half of the province, but hopefully everybody gets the rain they need and those crops can pop right up.
2: Absolutely. And kind of looking on the other side of the coin, uh, I understand that there is uh, some crop damage?
3: Uh, yeah, you know, just some some minor stuff. I mean, obviously there's still uh, some flooded fields out there, and and depending on the the way that drainage works, uh, you know, if, uh, you know some of that crop might have been flooded out, but very minor stuff. Um, you know, there was a light frost this past week, uh, much throughout the south and east central, and up into parts of the north. Um, but you know, as of right now, uh, it looks like the crop that was damaged is mostly just alfalfa, some some uh, younger alfalfa stands, and and there might not have been that that much crop damage out there in the fields. And and obviously you know, those those kind of drought dry conditions out in the the west central and parts of the northwest and and, uh, southwest Uh, and then finally flea beetles are out with a with a passion so uh, producers will be working uh, very hard to keep those pests under control as their canola starts to pop up
2: that's matthew struthers crops extension specialist with the saskatchewan ministry of agriculture with this week's crop report
0: back to saskatchewan agriculture today with ryan young on 620 ckrm
2: this segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch, eaves size matters. See Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieeaves Farm Credit Canada is offering support to producers who are facing financial difficulties due, due to the current economic environment. Elan Roloffs, Senior District Director with FCC, says an unsecured credit line of up to $500,000 is being offered to farmers and agribusinesses dealing with cash flow challenges.
4: So, over the course of the past two years, some producers have been challenged by the adverse economic effects, mostly due to like, elevated interest rates and higher than average input costs. And at FCC, we monitor the needs of the industry and respond accordingly. So what we're doing is offering an unsecured credit line up to 500000 to those uh, who need this kind of support due to the current economic
2: condition. Okay, and uh, how can producers apply for this sort of thing?
4: Yeah, so new and existing customers that have been affected uh, are encouraged to reach out to FCC for support. They can contact their FCC relationship manager, their local office, or our customer service center. And we'll discuss with them their individual situations and options we have available.
2: So is there any like conditions or strings attached to this uh, credit line?
4: Well, each... Customer is unique, so we would address their unique needs and what, how we would do that is sit down with the customer and have a conversation and determine what the best approach is for them because we do have other options available like flexible payment options. You know, we can restructure lending when it's appropriate or we can do payment deferrals or we can offer this credit line as well.
2: Okay. And is this something like uh, just brand new or something similar like this has uh, been offered in the past?
4: Yeah, this wouldn't be considered brand new. We do uh, offer uh, FCC credit lines regularly to customers. So this particular offering is just in response to the economic conditions that customers have experienced over the last couple of years.
2: Okay, and uh, I I can imagine that uh, pretty much anybody from producers to businesses can apply for this, the whole gambit?
4: Yeah, for sure. So anyone uh, in the ag industry can give SCC a call. We support producers, of course, but then also agri-food and agribusinesses.
2: Perfect. Is there anything else you wanted to add or highlight?
4: SCC um, is here for our customers and we see they need additional support. It's not all customers are a specific sector. We do know that each operation is unique and we want to address that need. Everyone has experienced the pressure of higher costs in the recent months and years, and this is one way that FCC can offer to help.
2: Glenn Roloffs is the Senior District Director with Farm Credit Canada.
3: Selling real estate, industrial farming, heavy trucks, transport and recreational items? Team Auctions has 50-plus years of experience and over 6,000 auctions sold. Consign now for our upcoming equipment consignment auction in Regina, running June 3rd to 6th. Also in Team Auctions sales lineup, May 27th Tabor Equipment Consignment Auction featuring a wide selection of farm and heavy equipment. June 3rd, Equipment Consignment Auction for NBI Feedlots in Lamont. Selling construction equipment, heavy trucks, and more. Visit teamauctions.com for more info.
0: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
2: Now today's Ag Review with Doug Faulkner of GX94 brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
5: Canadian canola ending stocks in both the current marketing year and upcoming 2023-24 season will be tighter than earlier estimates. That's according to Supply and Demand projections from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada. Factoring in Statistics Canada's latest acreage estimates and its data for stocks as of March 31st, figures both released in the past month, Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada now forecasts canola-ending stocks of 650,000 metric tonnes for 2022-23 and only 650,000 for 2023-24, That compares with the April forecasts of 1 million and 1.05 million metric tons, respectively. For wheat, ending stocks for 2022-23 were lowered to 3.98 million metric tons from an estimated 4.3 million in April. However, new crop wheat ending stocks were bumped up by 100,000 metric tons on the month to 5.8 million metric tons. While dry conditions persist across the prairies, the current situation for pulses is not as bad as during the two previous springs. That's according to Pulse Canada's Director of Market Access and Trade Policy. Mac Ross says dryness is largely evident across western Canada and many crops are still below their five-year averages for planting progress. However, conditions this year are still better than the wet, cool ones in 2022 and those fueled by drought in 2021. He says recent rains in northern Alberta have not only helped alleviate ongoing wildfires in the area, but have also reduced potential damage to the region's pulse crops. Lentils and dry peas, the two largest crops under Pulse Canada's umbrella, are expected to see small shifts in production for 2023-24 at 2.4 million and 3.25 million metric tonnes respectively, according to Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's May Principal Field Crop Estimates. New crop canola prices on ice futures seem to be destined to remain well below $700 per metric tonne. That's according to analyst Errol Anderson of ProMarket Communications in Calgary. He says the chances of canola pushing higher requires fresh bullish news. Otherwise, Anderson says the November contract could fall back to as low as $620 per metric ton, although the current support level is at $650. He says technically we are oversold, adding that the new Cold War between the United States and China isn't helping any of the markets. China has been cutting its soy meal purchases, switching to feed wheat as it's cheaper. Anderson says, in turn, that's seen soy meal prices on the Chicago Board of Trade take a hard hit. The United States is working on a bird flu vaccination scenario, focusing on turkeys in the few states that gather the largest number of turkey farms. Its chief veterinary officer says it's a move that would best meet a benefit-cost strategy. However, no decision to vaccinate has yet been made. The severity of the current outbreak of bird flu has led some governments to reconsider vaccinating poultry, but others, such as the United States, have remained reluctant, citing trade curbs this would entail. Regionalization and compartmentalization per farms or species are allowed under World Organization of Animal Health rules and often reduce the risk of having countrywide trade barriers. The British Columbia government is offering $2.5 million in grants to help farmers prepare for extreme weather. The Extreme Weather Preparedness for Agriculture program helps farms prepare for future climate events such as wildfires, flooding and heat waves. Grants of up to $35,000 are available for projects including exterior sprinklers, flood resistant equipment or indoor cooling systems. Applications are open until June 14th. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Faulkner.
0: It's your agro weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
2: The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty and Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. For today, partly cloudy and a 60% chance of showers or thunderstorms this afternoon. Also some hazy hazy skies, rather. high of 21 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, another 60% chance of showers or thunderstorms, low 14. Tomorrow, cloudy, 60% chance of showers in the morning and early in the afternoon. Also, a risk of a thunderstorm early in the morning. Winds from the north at 20 kilometers an hour, high of 18. Tomorrow night, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the low 13. Saturday, showers, high of 20. And then Saturday night, showers continue, the low 15. Sunday, part the cloudy, high of 24, low 13. Monday, part the cloudy, same temperatures, high 24, low 13. Tuesday, part the cloudy, high of 26, the low 13 again. Wednesday, partly cloudy, high of 28 degrees. Normal highs are 21. The normal low is 6 degrees. Sun rose at 459 this morning. The sun will set at 853 tonight. Looking around the province, Estevan is at 26. Saskatoon and Swift Current 13. Weyburn 26 and Yorkton 24. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Yellowgrass at 27 degrees. Cold spot is in Cypress Hills at 10. In Regina, mostly cloudy. Winds from the northwest at 11 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 74%. Temperature at 22 degrees. That is 71 Fahrenheit. And the barometric pressure is at 101.1 and rising. In Moose Jobs, fog. Winds from the west-northwest at 28 kilometers an hour. Temperature 18 degrees. Once again in Regina, mostly cloudy. Northwest wind at 11. Temperature at 22 degrees. Back in a moment.
0: You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
2: This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuction.com, And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems. Expect the best. New research shows pea starch makes an excellent source of energy in swine rations. Work conducted by the Prairie Swine Centre southeast of Saskatoon and the Canadian Feed Research Centre in North Battleford shows pigs-fed pelleted rations containing 40% pea starch grew well with great feed efficiency. Dr. Denise Beaulieu, an assistant professor of monogastric nutrition with the University of Saskatchewan, says like canola meal, it is important to find uses for the starch once the protein is being removed for the human food market
6: as we see this increased meat substitutes available a lot of them are based on peas and if you take the protein out of the peas and make a meat substitute you're left with this pea starch
2: the economics of pea starch is promising but Dr. Bouliou says there is one major issue that still requires further testing
6: there are several plants here in Western Canada that are producing the pea protein and thus have pea starch available as a byproduct. One of the main factors that we are looking at is when they make this pea starch, the process that used to make it results in a product that's a really, really low particle size. So one of the issues we have is because of this low particle size is with the handling of it. It doesn't handle well in our feed systems. It doesn't handle well when we're mixing it. So that is one thing that we have to be aware of when we're using it in our diets. that we may have to pellet our diets or process our diets in some way so that we can get it through our systems.
2: Dr. Bolia says two possible solutions are turning to peas starch into a pellet, or if it remains a liquid, restrict the amount to only 10% of the pig's feed ration.
0: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
2: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Warm weather is here, and this time of the year usually means maintenance and improvements to recreational properties. With that in mind, the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency is reminding everyone to call before doing work near water as an aquatic habitat protection permit may be required. WSA spokesman Patrick Boyle says the permit is needed for some projects while others are exempt.
1: Some of the projects are things you know, like installing seasonal temporary boat docks or lifts or track or dolly systems those don't re- require any of those, but some projects do and, and those are ones like shoreline stabilization so if you're placing some rock or you're you're doing retaining walls you know any aquatic uh, vegetation removal so if you're you're moving some vegetation from the water that would require a permit and and any vegetation along a shoreline shoreline or whether it's cutting trees or shrubs or things like that. And, you, you know, if you have any of those boathouses construction or, or things we're going to be altering the shoreline, those would also uh, require a permit. So, you know, temporary things like those boat docks and, and lifts and track dolly systems, uh, they don't require a permit. But any of that other work where you're going to be on or near shoreline and uh, moving some earth around, those do uh, require permits. So we're, we want to remind everyone to maybe give us a call before you haul
2: and, and, and go from there. So how do people get these permits? Uh, You come to
1: the Water Security Agency, and we work with uh, each client to uh, work through the process to get their permit. And, and and go through that so uh there's uh, we have aquatic habitat protection specialists dedicated to each area of the province and and they would work with every resident and, and move through that uh, process to work on those permits and, and trying to get them as fast as we possibly can but you know this time of year a backlog does uh build up so we do our best to work through it but that's why it's best to call early and and get your project started
2: What's the timeline like for uh, getting a permit? Is it long? I know you mentioned a backlog, but uh, generally speaking, if there is no backlog?
1: You know, it just depends on on what that looks like and what work it is. So it's really dependent on that. Some are are obviously uh, simpler, smaller projects to move faster. The larger ones, maybe more difficult. You, You know, we usually try to look at, You know, that two to three month time frame would be uh, preferable, but just depends on the amount of uh, applications that come in and and how many we're working through. So, um, and the complexity too.
2: Yeah, and going back to the backlog one more time, that sounds like it's a good sign that, you know, people are responding to that and uh, there's demand for that, I guess, for the lack of a better term.
1: Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's a good thing to, to get in the process early and often and, and try to work through that because, uh, you know, it just benefits everyone as a recreational uh, owner of a property and, and also uh, from our perspective in protecting aquatic habitat. So we want to really work with uh, our clients out there and anyone enjoying those recreational areas to ensure we have the proper permits going forward.
2: For more information on the AHPP program, That can be found on the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency website.
0: Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620
2: CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola is down $1.50 at $6.92.02. Number one red spring wheat is up four dollars fifty two cents at three hundred sixty nine seventy five a metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Durham at four hundred seven eighty, feed barley three hundred forty five sixty one, chickpeas ten fifty eight twenty two, flax five forty one ninety eight, lentils seven fifty nine fifty, oats two hundred twenty thirty two, yellow peas three hundred seventy three sixty six, feed wheat two hundred sixty eight ninety. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up $0.13 cents at $8.20 a bushel.
0: It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
2: The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes.
7: Good afternoon, this is Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for the week of May the 24th. Just a light run this week, 200 feeder cattle, 250 cows and bulls, a total of 450 for the week. Cows and bulls selling 3 to 5 stronger here. D1, D2 cows, 142 to 152. Sales to 160, 161. D3 cows, 132 to 142. Cows that have lumps and bumps and old thin, weak cows, 55 to 85. Cows are averaging 145. From the Wadena area, 1,700 pound cows topped out at 163. Good bulls, 144 to 154. Bulls are averaging 156. From the Minnetonis area, 2,400-pound bull topped out at 167. Nice job to that producer. Yesterday was just a regular sale here for the feeder cattle due to the holiday Monday. Lots of these weight classes did not have enough numbers to give prices, but what we had sold strong and active. 5 to 600-pound steers, 345 to 380. 6 to 700-pound steers, 320 to 345. On to the heifers. 4 to 500-pound heifers, 304 to 320. 5 to 6s, 294 to 305. 6 to 700-pound heifers, 275 to 290. And 7 to 800-pound heifers, 245 to 265. Next week, Wednesday, May the 31st, will be our last chance pre-sort sale, sorting Monday and Tuesday, expecting a 1,000 head. On Friday, June the second, 135 to 150 cow calf pairs will be here. This sale will be the sale of the spring for us, with top notch Simmental Red Angus cross cows with outstanding calves outside. These cows and calves are ready to go onto grass. Please don't miss this sale. Producers will be driving far and wide to take part for this sale. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day.
2: Now the latest pork prices for the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants. It's at $199.66 per CKG, continuing its recent trend of increases. Coming up, the Resource
0: Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young.
2: Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local-branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is promising to update legislation that governs water use. Trudeau spent Wednesday in Winnipeg, which he says will be the headquarters for the Canada Water Agency. He says his government's first priority is to update the act regulating the use and development of water in Canada. Trudeau also met with high school students at the Forks and took part in a town hall at the University of Winnipeg, among other stops. Shell has agreed to pay $10 million to resolve allegations that it polluted the air around its massive new petrochemical refinery in western Pennsylvania. The administration of Governor Josh Shapiro announced the penalty Wednesday. Shell acknowledged the plant violated air emissions limits. The multi-billion dollar refinery near Pittsburgh opened in November, only to be shut down months later after Shell said it identified a problem with the system that's designed to burn off unwanted gases. Shell said it has fixed the problems and plans to restart the facility. The plant makes polyethylene, a plastic used in everything from consumer and food packaging to tires. On the markets, the TSX is down 139 points at 19,787. The Dow is down 176 points to 32,623. Oil is down $2.65 at $71.69 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at $73.30 U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive
1: pre-emergent herbicides.